Joining me right now on the Knockdown Sports Show podcast and on the hotline is the head coach of the Fending State Champion Sentinel Spartans. It is Dane Oliver. Coach, it is great to chat with you. Thank you so much for the time today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. It's, it's good to talk to you again. Uh, coach, it's great to chat with you as always. Um, let's just start here because obviously we're still dealing with it. We're not completely out of the woods with COVID, but, you know, in a couple of years' time, hopefully we'll be through this entirely. We can get back to some real normalcy. Um, but if someone were to ask you to describe what it was like to coach during COVID and at the same time win a championship, how would you describe it? That's kind of a loaded question. Some mixed emotions, you know. Uh, it, it was like a, a one long maybe nightmare for a while, and then it had a great ending. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it just just the, the stress of uh, you know not being able to be inside and you know every phone call as you got towards the end of the season, was like, hey, is this the call that ends it? And we got such a great group of kids who worked so hard, and we're, we're kind of reaching that pinnacle, and it just take, it takes one case of COVID to end it. So, you know, as I, as I reflect back for me on a personal level, it's just, you know, you were walking on eggshells for a long time, three months, and that, that can have its toll. Unfortunately, I was able to, um, you know, regroup, reset, and now it's on to the new challenge of how does the 2021 Spartans, uh, you know, come together as a team and, and put a great product on the field. Coach, let me get your thoughts on this because you've won a state championship, so and that's always the goal, winning a title, all the coaches, it's very hard to do, but that's always the goal. So when you when you when you won that after the uh zeros hit the clock and everything and the Spartans are the champions and you, you've had some time to process does it feel like a relief winning a state championship or, or what's that feeling like as you achieve that ultimate goal? Well, it's it's a little bit of everything, Anthony. It's you know, it's relief, it's uh, it's joy, it's satisfaction that that the process works when you when you do things the right way. And uh, but it's also you know, it can't only be about championships. And so you know, uh, from the outside looking in, you know, we're very driven and want to want to win championships every year. But that's that's probably not realistic. So we use the game of football as an avenue to teach and develop young men. And I think the championships are a byproduct of that. If you do the right things and uh, and you work and you have a disciplined program and then you add talent with it, the end result is that championship. And so now it's 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 a new year. It's a new challenge. Uh, I recognize that success can bring success, more success, but it also can breed complacency. And so how do you as a head coach, uh, you know, stay stay motivated? How do you get your kids to stay motivated? And we, we're fortunate to have a great group of kids back, and, and they've been working their butt off, and we're ready to get started here on August 27th. Coach, you bring up a very excellent point, uh, not dealing with complacency. And let's talk about that aspect for a second, because one of the things, obviously, that high school coaches have to deal with that's very different in a lot of ways is the fact that uh, you get a new set of kids in, you lose kids to graduation. So that means last year you lose tremendous leaders, a guy like a Geno Leonard. So how do you – how do you handle that aspect when you lose tremendous guys that are, are such a great bloodline to the program, like a Geno Leonard, who's got a, such a great pulse to the program as well and to the guys? How do you, I want to say replace leadership, but how do you handle that aspect? Because leadership is such a key role in a season. Well, you, you stick with what, what, what you've done, and you're always tweaking and always adjusting. But, you know, you got guys like Drew Klumpf and Zach Cruz and Charlie Kurgan and Connor Hangis and, uh, you know, Jarek Woods, you have, Joe White, we have a bunch of seniors who had experience, and so they were, they witnessed and watched 
Gino Leonard and Soren Seavrood and all, you know, all the guys we, we all know about. And mm-hmm. they, they've modeled that and they probably, they've ramped it up even more because, because they are high level kids as well. And so the, the program, it, it builds momentum, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's high school, the, the formula, you, you think you have it figured out and then something changes it. And so we're always tweaking and adjusting, but that foundation of being great leaders and sacrificing your individual needs from the good of the team, they never change. And those those guys are that are coming back, uh, they're just like Gino and and Donovan South and all those guys, and they, they lead by example and by using their words. And uh, it, it's been fun to watch. Coach, you've had a very busy summer as you're already coaching a team for at least a week, and that was the East West Shrine uh, game. You were the head coach of the West. You ended the East three game winning streak. Um, just tell me, what was that week like getting to coach all those different players? Some of your own guys that were on that team as well, but getting to coach in that game, be the head coach for what is such a worthy cause. Yeah, it, it's kind of the same thing I mentioned about developing young men through our high school program, but that one's about giving back and serving the less fortunate. And so anytime you can you can do that for a week uh, and make an impact on some other people's lives, both the players and also the Shriners, it, it's pretty rewarding. And then you, you know, the game is stressful. Anthony, I'm not going to lie to you. You got you got seven days to get special teams in, uh, you know, evaluate the talent you have, and then also balance playing time and scheme and adjusting. So from the head coach perspective, I was pretty stressed out during that game because uh, I I can be a little bit um, black and white thinking, and that's not and that can lend itself to some strengths, but it also can make for a for a stressful football game. But fortunately, we came out on top. Most importantly, I thought those kids bonded. They came together. They bought into the team concept, and they had a lot of smiling faces. And it's always nice to beat up on, you know, Coach Fitzgerald down there in Red Lodge, an ex-teammate of mine in, in the East, and get that get that victory for the West here in Montana. Absolutely. We are here with the head coach of the Fending State Champion Sentinel Spartans, Dane Olivers. We are getting ready to are getting ready for the high school football season in twenty twenty one in class double A. He's giving us some insight into the two thousand twenty one Sentinel Spartans. Coach, um just a couple of weeks ago you had the uh, quarterback camp. Coach Marty Morningwig was there as well in Missoula. He's run that camp a couple of years now. Brought Jeff Garcia along there as well. You had a couple of guys there. I know Missoula teams had a, a couple of quarterbacks there. So let me just get your thoughts on being around Coach Morningwig and, and getting to see Jeff Garcia interact with, with some of your quarterbacks as long as some other great quarterbacks as well. But that whole experience, that whole day uh, being around those guys. Yeah, hey, we were fortunate enough to, to have three kids go. Zach Cruz, a senior, J.J. Dolan, a junior, and then Riley Allen, a sophomore, was able to attend the Dolan. Boy, what stuck out to me is uh, the edge that Jeff Garcia had. I've been around Marty for four or five years, but that guest coach, uh, it, it goes a long way to show these kids the mindset it takes to be successful at the highest level of football in the world. And I thought Jeff coached his, his ass off, and he got after those boys. And uh, it shows you why a guy with his stature can survive and pretty an undervalued NFL player and I thought our all the kids it, it was neat about that is you get to meet some other kids from across the state Caden Hewitt you know uh he, he was he took a lot from me so you see kids get better in a day and get some high level coaching uh very grateful for what Marty does for taking care of the Missoula kids and where I think Zach JJ and Riley they all came away from it and so I had to raise my level of play, like, hey, we got to match what these guys are doing because they can learn a lot uh, from, from an NFL coach, an NFL player, and it's always a fun experience.
Coach, let me just get your thoughts. Like, when you're around those guys, I don't know how much X's and O's you got to talk with Garcia or Coach Morningwig, but for you, is just a, how, how do you get giddy when you get to talk some X's and O's with guys with the kind of knowledge that they have? Yeah, and, you know, you can get you can get enamored with the X's and O's, but somebody, the, maybe the more older I get and the wiser I get is the, the mental approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you dive so much into the X's and O's with those guys, you know, you're never going to win. Those guys will teach you anything. But they're they're very detailed. It's fun to be around high-level people who have done it the highest game as a football junkie. It's a special time, and you, you don't want to – you take advantage of it in every way you can. And, you know, football coaches by nature can be a little secretive. So you try to get a two-point play out of Marty. He's he's not really giving you much sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, Coach, uh, let's also talk about some of the other camps. I know your team also uh, did the Grizz 7-on-7. Seven seven. You guys just finished up uh, over in Spokane as well. Uh, what have you taken away from the camps that you guys have done so far with your team? What have you seen so far this summer? Well, I, for for me, it's, it's all about team building. Uh, we have plenty of time to, to get to the football X's and O's. So you, you look at how do they handle adversity. You know, to be honest, you know, uh, uh, Sentinel kids have not lost a lot of football games. Uh, and so what happens at the Grizz 7-on-7 when they start getting beat? Are we going to fracture? Are we going to start pointing fingers? Are we going to over-communicate and come together? And so we had, fortunately had some guys with some great experience. Now they're in that senior leadership role, and, and they've done an amazing job. So more than the individual days we do in Spokane and uh, for our team camp last week and the Grizz 7-on-7, it's just that daily commitment to getting better uh, can you show up every day in the weight room for our summer training? And we've had great attendance. We've got more kids involved with Sentinel football. Uh, so we're impacting more kids than we ever have. And it, that that helps a guy like me get ready to go and, and lead and get recharged for a great 2021 season. Yeah, we're just over a month away now from the start and week one of the high school football season in Class AA as we are chatting with the head coach of the Sentinel Spartans, Dane Oliver. Uh, coach, let's talk about your team here. Obviously, you had two great quarterbacks, Dave Bay, uh, Cameron Sermon last year. How is the quarterback room uh, looking right now? How is it shaping up here in 2021? Well, yeah, like we just had mentioned, those guys that went to boarding league camp, Zach Cruz, you know, he's a – He's an unbelievable – people know what he is. He's an unbelievable athlete, but he's an unbelievable competitor and leader, uh, as good as we've ever had. And so, you know, if we had to do a depth chart, he's right there on it. And then he, the best thing about Zach, he wants competition underneath, so he's pushing J.J. and Riley to get better and put some pressure on him because he knows that raises his level of play and the whole team's level of play. And, and J.J. and Zach are very similar in, in their ability – you know, they can they can throw it, but they, they move well with their feet, and they're great competitors. And Riley's more of a prototypical. He's a good athlete, can still run it, but, but he's got pretty natural throwing motion. So he just needs some reps, and those those three guys are, are learning, getting better, and excited to, to watch them perform on Fridays uh, this fall. Coach, you lost a lot last year graduation in the skill position. Guys, I think, uh, Soren Severud, as you mentioned earlier, uh, T.J. Roush. You also had uh, Jace Kusiewicz. You did a fantastic job for you guys last year. How is that area shaping up? And the running backs, wide receivers, how is that area shaping up? Those guys were obviously great players. We don't need them to, to be T.J. Roush or Hayden Cruz or Jace Kusiewicz. They just need to be themselves. Uh, and so, you know, at the running back position, a couple juniors who, you know, Probably on most teams would be on the field. Kellen Curtis, Adam Jones are 
they, they're pretty dynamite. They'll, they'll be just fine. They just keep working. And um, at the receiver positions, Paige Steven, he's a big, tall target, 6'6", uh, probably didn't get as much time as he, as he deserved. And then, you know, Drew Clump played defense. Connor McCarthy played defense. We'll bring him over to offense. You got Joe Wida back at the tight end position. So it'll be like by committee like we always operate around here. Charlie Kurgan's a weapon. Uh, Ethan Ledbetter. Uh, so th- there are some players there. Uh, they just need to develop and take time. And then a couple young juniors, uh, Carson Bites, um, Trevor Rauscher playing receiver, stepping up. Uh, and then J.J. Dolan, he's kind of a – he can play a lot of positions. So the pieces are there. It's our job to meld them, uh, get the ball to kids in space, and let them make, their, make, let them make plays. So I, I, think we'll, I think we'll be fine. Coach, uh, it's interesting you talk about the tight end position here because, like I said, I think you got two really good tight ends with Kurgan and Wida, and, and both those guys can really do a lot of different things. It's not simply just a tight end position. They can line up in the slot. You can move them around in the H-back, as I saw last year. But look at your thoughts on that position because we're starting to see more athletes go there over the last couple of years. I think of Ryan Schlipp over at Gallatin, Bilal over at Glacier as well, the guys that you have. What have you thought about the evolution? I don't want to say evolution maybe in AA, but more athletes at those types of positions uh, over the last couple of years. Have you seen more of that? Yeah, I think it's trickled down from the NFL, right, those big tight ends. You know, I think of Antonio Gates putting out a receiver, and so we kind of look at that and go, we've got a kid like that who can who can run block and then split out, play receiver, and, and quarterbacks love big targets, um, but they also can put their hand on the end line of scrimmage and block people. So, uh, yeah, it's, they're fun. It, it's, uh, the game has went spread, and now it's kind of coming back to, to – more loaded boxes on offense. So I like we like to be multiple. We like to adapt our offense to what positions we do have, and those kids are great because um, they can do a lot of different things. Coach, let's talk about Charlie Kurgan for a second. Uh, what's it been like having him and, and what he's been able to do this summer? Because he does so much. He does punting. Uh, he's a great pass rusher as well from last season. I was obviously we've been talking about what he does for you offensively, but having such a versatile player like Charlie Kurgan, what's it like seeing him uh, right now and what he's been able to do so far through the offseason? Well, Charlie's been just hitting home runs all summer long. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, it's that balance of finding football and baseball and letting kids compete. Um, so, you know, the Mavs run a great program here, and, and I, we know what Charlie can do, so um, we're trying to develop some younger kids, and I think just making sure he's healthy come August 27th and rested and recharged because baseball can be a grind for him. Uh, Charlie, he's a first-team All-State punter, and we expect big things from him uh, repeating that this, this upcoming year. Coach, talk about special teams for just a second, but having a guy like that, first team all state as a punter, um, you guys have some great kickers in the past as well. How big a weapon is that going into a season, having somebody with that kind of experience and allowing you that advantage in the kicking game? Well, it's huge. I, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to check in with uh, Kane Clotch. He was over here for the morning wing camp, and we talked about the state championship game. And, and that game wasn't one on offense and defense, it was one on special teams. You know, a missed extra point changed the whole game. We had we both had big kickoff returns. They faked a punt, you know. And so those those win the close games. And so uh, it's a challenge always in high school to find specialty players. But we've been pretty fortunate uh, to have to have some great kickers and punters over the years. And you know, bring back Peyton Stevens, who was a great long snapper for us. People forget about how important that is. It's a luxury. We're, we're trying to find some kickers though. So that'll that'll be a two a days focus for us. 
Right now we are with the head coach of Sentinel Spartans, Dean Oliver, as we are getting a preview of the 2021 Sentinel Spartans football team as we get ready for the high school football season in 2021. Uh, he's joining us here in the Knock On Sports Show podcast. Coach, let's talk about the offensive line. Uh, you had a massive offensive line last year. I know you lose some key guys to graduation. Dylan Rollins going to BYU. Uh, you got a big guy in Ramsey Knowles coming back. How's the rest of the offensive line coming? Yeah, really good. You know, uh, Ramsey's a heck of a football player. Um, fortunate to watch him against a great high school program in Coeur d'Alene, and he matches up really well. Connor Hangus filled in for Gino. Gino was built up, beat up in that state championship game, so he's he's got he's a, such he's a coach on the field. I'm so impressed with his leadership this year. Chase Williams, uh, who was an all-state linebacker for us, he's vying for some some uh, playing time at tackle. Um, you know, we got some big dudes in there. We'll. we'll uh, that's always a challenge in high school football is finding the offensive linemen, right, who buy into that. And it's a, such an important position. So uh, those guys have been awesome and, and look forward to, to seeing them develop. It's fun to watch those guys develop uh, their own team within a team at the O-line. And I'm uh, excited to see them go against a great opponent in Billings West. Coach, one of your, my favorite players from your team last year was Daniel D. Ford, one of your defensive linemen. Uh, I, I just found him such a fun guy to chat with. I know it only was only on so, on social media, but I saw you guys post that video of him uh, on the piano as well. But uh, losing him is a big piece missing on the defensive line. So how's the rest of the defensive line looking right now? Yeah, great. Jarek Woods, you know, we like, like everybody rotates defensive linemen through. You know, Jarek Woods, he got some experience there. You know, you got Cruz and Kurgan at D-line. We'll rotate some big bodies, play a lot of guys. Ramsey will bounce over, play some D-tackle for us. Um, you know, I look at, you know, Cooper Crest. Um, Joe White has got to step up there. Stevens has got to step up. Jack Gibson. Um, so you're not going to replace Daniel D. Ford. Man, he's a one of a once-in-a-coaching-career kind of kid, and he, he was so important to what we do. So we got to do it maybe more by committee, but uh, these Spartans will step up to that challenge. <laughs> Coach, how about the back end of your defense? How's that shaping up right now? You mentioned Drew Klump a little earlier. You talked about uh, Chase Williams, Connor McCarthy. Um, how are some of those other positions looking right now? The thing about making a state championship game is you get you get three more weeks of practice. So I compare it to a, a college program that makes a bully, right? You, it's not necessarily for those older kids to get better. That's a chance for the extra practices for your younger kids. So I, I feel like at our team camp, I saw kids farther along than I thought they were going to be, and I kind of, you know, attribute it to that extra prep you get against mm-hmm. great opponents leading up to the state championship game. So uh, McCarthy's back, Clump's back, Ledbetter's a heck of an athlete, Adam Jones at safety, J.J. Dolan's going to fill in. You know, they're going to be young, and their first experience will be, you know, against a tremendous opponent in Billings West, but you know, the focus will continue to be on just getting better and playing our best football by the end of the year. We don't have to do that at the, the game one. We just need to focus on improvement and playing good team ball, playing smart football. We'll be fine. Coach, uh, let me get your thoughts on the Western AA Conference once again. Uh, extremely tough. It never gets any easier. Glacier gets a little better. Helena is loaded once again. Uh, the other teams are going to be getting better. They're always improving. So what do you think about the Western AA Conference? Oh, it's tough. I mean, Capital, I think, uh, a talented team. Obviously, Helena High, Coach Evans does a great job there. We've seen them quite a bit this summer. Uh, those guys are great programs. Helena's always going to be a challenge. And you look up north and Glacier, Flathead, Coach Cummins going to get it going at Flathead. Glacier's always a tough out. And then just getting out of, getting out of Missoula, 
the the energy from the crosstown game playing Coach Johnson, the Eagles, seen them this summer. They look they got some great skill players on the edge. And then, you know, you look at Connor Dick at quarterback for, for Hellgate. He's a big six five kid, they can knock you off. So you know, you can look through every opponent and know you gotta show up and I, we tend to put our energy on just being the best we can, be a Spartans and you know, playing a faceless opponent and play good football and you, it usually works out. Coach, let me get your thoughts. You're going to get to see the East once again. Obviously, uh, last year was different, conference-only schedule, but getting to see two teams from the East uh, back on the front of the end of the schedule here, um, you're going to see West, you're going to see Bozeman as well. So what do you think about seeing those two East teams to start the season? Yeah, it's fun. We get two more games of football, right? We, we bring in West, <laughs> who's absolutely loaded, uh, exciting to play them. You know, everybody outside Sentinel will be talking about a rematch, and it's, it's two different teams playing, so I'm not sure how much of a rematch it is. But so it, it's a good measuring stick for us. Uh, you know, we want to play well, obviously, but it's game one of a high school football season, so you, you kind of never know what's going to happen. And then you, then you go down to Bozeman on the road. Coach Weshey and, and Bozeman always has a ton of athletes. So it's a gauntlet to start the season, uh, those games. They matter, obviously, for your seeding later on in the year as tiebreakers. But I always bring us back to we want to play our best football at the end of the year, not the beginning. So we'll go through our process of getting better, focus on what we can control, and hopefully at the end of the year we're all smiles again and, and happy with a great experience. Coach, my final question for you is this. As uh, and Again, I'm just kind of drawing from one of my favorite teams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they started training camp already. They put the Super Bowl win last year behind them already, and they said, this is it. That season's over with. It, how, what, what's the approach when you won a championship? Is there like a certain date, deadline? Okay, hey, guys, listen, that's last year. This is us. This is a brand-new year. Target's on our back. Did you have to do something similar like that with, with your football team as you get ready for 2021? Well, I think that's coming. Uh, you know, it's hard because everybody in the media, and I love you guys to death, but you keep bringing it up, so it makes a challenge, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, there's a point where that, that doesn't affect us, and I think there's a middle ground. That was a great experience. I'm not minimizing that, and we can learn from that experience. But it's a new year, a new challenge. Uh, that last year's team, those guys are gone, so we gotta we got to become the 2021 Spartans, and I think that's an exciting challenge. And – I've seen a group of young men come together already, and I'm excited for what, what's coming up here in the next few weeks. And anytime you're playing high school football on a Friday night, uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I'm ready to go. going to get a few more weekends at the lake and then be recharged and, and have a great 2021 season, Anthony. My featured guest joining us here on the Knock On Sports Show Hotline on the podcast. It is the head coach of the defending state champion, Sentinel Spartans, Dane Oliver. Coach, once again, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for the insight to your program. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. Yeah, awesome, Anthony. Hey, you do a great job covering for the state of Montana. Thank you so much.